Hi, I'm Gavin. And this is SpongeBob SquareCasty SpongeBob SquarePants Podcast. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome <laughs> to our podcast. How are you this fine, sunny Sunday afternoon still? It's not fine. It's not fine? It's very cold. It's warmer than it has been. It's above well, freezing. That is true. But I had to stand outside oh, right. for uh, six hours. Six hours. So. Oh, that's a that's a tough gig. Were you outside the entire time? Yeah. Oh. I took one, two-ish breaks. And the first break was just eating my breakfast. Yikes. Ugh. What else have you been doing? You've been selling a lot of cookies this weekend, haven't you? Well, this oh, is our yesterday? one. Yesterday, I had the guitar and yeah, then guitar lessons, uh, the symphony. Oh, you went to the symphony? Fancy. Do you drink your tea with your 11. pinky sticking out now? No. When in doubt, pinky out. But we did dress up all fancy. You did? And we're like, <laughs> how was it? It was pretty good. You enjoy it? I did. Did you expect very... to enjoy it? Classical music? Well, I expected to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, always down for a little bit of Mozart, you know. Right. Mozart and Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. What was your favourite? I don't know. All sound the same. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah. I don't know. There was this guy, and he went ham on the flute. He was like, he had a flute, like, was playing the flute, and it was like, like, it was, it was, I don't even know, but I was just in shock. I'm not sure what shock. you're describing here. He was there very was a guy, good or he was, he was very bad? No, he was amazing at the flute. Oh, wow. And he was just like, ba 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 and I was like. <laughs> you're. Your motions of it is almost like he had two flutes. <laughs> well, because it's side. like... Because <laughs> we see the, the ladies of the church playing the flutes sometimes. Was it even better than that? By far. Wow. <laughs> he was like flailing his flute around. and he was like, Oh, nice little <laughs> bit of alliteration there. <laughs> flute flailing. Yeah. That's not easy to say. It was great. And I was just like, whoa. Now this, I, I assumed that this was in Lansing or East Lansing, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was in a, yeah. It was in Marshall. In the Marshall. They have classical music in Marshall, Michigan. <laughs> I'm, I'm so impressed. Well, what, they've what got was the a place lot like? of things. I, it was very fancy. Mm-hmm. It was, the room that we were in was felt very fancy. And then it they busy? had like, kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was more filled up than I expected. Right. It was also a smaller room than I expected. It was probably like, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched this uh, YouTube channel called The Charismatic Voice. The Charismatic Voice. And it's this, um, I think she's originally Russian, or she has Russian heritage. And she's an opera singer. And she listens to mostly what I've listened to is the or watched is a the episodes which is listening to rock and heavy metal songs for the first time, and she gives her view on the the vocal uh, characteristics of the singer, and she's usually very complimentary about people, and she points out what they're doing and and how they're doing it, and the things that she enjoys from a um, from a operatic point of view. And I watched one of the ones where she was the one that was doing the singing. And oh my goodness, she can she can sing. And she's singing without 
a microphone or without amplification in a room with an orchestra behind her and she's singing loud enough to be heard by the person that's sitting in the back row of the place, which is mightily impressive. So I have a lot of time well, for Well, singing one over the entire orchestra, is it even just by yourself? Mm-hmm. Good. That's, and that's then pretty by impressive. the people in the back row being able to hear. Yeah. That's pretty bad, man. Yeah, because these classical performances don't have the sound systems and amplification and stuff. It's all, you're, you're hearing the music there was also, truly, truly live. Also, one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. was there was a violin player who had fantastic boots. <laughs> and I think I got a photo, one second, of the boots. And they were amazing. And I would just like to point that out. Mm-hmm. One second. I thought it was going to be... Uh, a, a fine trombonist. They didn't have any trombones. They, didn't. they had violins and cellos and violas and French horns and trumpets and flutes and a bassoon yeah. and stuff. Oh, those are those are some mighty fine yeah. boots. You were pretty close. Yeah, we were in the front row. You were in the front row. Yeah. Wow. The only time I've ever been in the front row I was in the front row at a Juliet Lewis concert And I was in the front row at a Glenn Phillips concert And I interacted with both of them Were you like, oh my gosh Mm -hmm. You're my best friend Mm -hmm. I was exactly like that (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, because everyone else Had these bland Just normal black dress shoes And then you have this violin player With fancy dancy cowboy boots Tearing up with fancy boots Wow Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd do something like that if you were there. But I don't play violin. No, so. but you'd be playing your trombone or whatever. Well, you wouldn't be able to see it because the trombones and stuff would be in the, the back. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. a reason why the flutes are at the front. Well, the flutes weren't even. Well, there was one flute. The guy who did his two performances going crazy on the flute, but then the rest of the flutes were like. Behind the violins and the cellos. Well, was there any singing or was it just... It was just... Just the music. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Anyway, we're not here to talk about your uh, cultural education or an enjoyable evening. Yeah. We're here to talk about SpongeBob SquarePants. Yep. And the episode called UG. UG. Which is a very long episode. Uh, yeah, it's a double episode. It's one of those double episodes that we... That we so, oh, I should say why we, why we didn't do an episode last week. Oh, yeah. We were busy. It happens. Yeah. Would Sorry like, about that. Would you like some fun facts about this episode? I would love some. So, this was first shown on November the 5th, 2002. It was written by Paul Tibbet and Kent Osborne. And like we said, it's a, a double episode, which which means there's going to be some patch of the pirate in it. Of course. Uh, this episode is also listed as SpongeBob BC before comedy. This episode on FUN tie for the shortest episode title in the series with only three letters. This is the first episode for a few things. The first episode where SpongeBob appears as a cameo. The first episode to use stock footage from previous episodes. The first episode where one of Squidward's ancestors is seen. The first episode in which none of the ten main characters have a major appearance. 
major appearance and the first double length episode where Sandy and Plankton do not appear. There is no Plankton in this episode. How do you feel about that? Relieved. <laughs> but there is Patch the Pirate and I'm not a fan you, of Patch either. Sometimes I forget that you hate Plankton. Mm-hmm. Thank you to spongebob.fandom.com for those fun facts. Are you ready, Stelly? Aye, aye. Gavin. <laughs> we open on... We open on. A, ...another Spongebob Squarepants special with Encino, California, like, the million years before. The movie that I saw last night, the Foo Fighters movie, <laughs> Studio 666, it was set in Encino, California. Just wow. outside LA. So that's two things in a row mm-hmm. that take place in Encino. Right. How do you feel about that? Connection City. Do you think that the Foo Fighters should have been <laughs> in SpongeBob? In SpongeBob. <sighs> I think they'd do a good job, but I well, think Nickelodeon might have a problem with some of the language. I mean, if Slash can be on Phineas and Ferb, oh, I'm was he? sure. Yeah. Was and he? Slash asked Phineas and Ferb to be on the show instead of the other way around. Probably because his kids were watching it or something. Oh, no, actually, probably because Slash was watching it. Also because everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love Slash. You should. You don't even watch Phineas and Ferb. I don't. I'm, I'm, only, should, I'm only barely I'll, aware of what it is. I'll, we can watch it. I don't know. We can watch that Phineas and we Ferb do that. episode with Definitely. Slash. So, anyway, Slash is in this episode. <laughs> yes, obviously. Uh, anyway, back to the task at hand. Task at hand. Uh, so, the post is Patchy the Pirate, and he's riding a dinosaur in a cave. Mm-hmm. Because today's SpongeBob episode takes place long ago, and then Patchy falls out, falls off of his dino and is like prehistoric times were simpler and we're the best i guess sure because all of your clothes matched and you could paint on the walls without mm-hmm. getting yelled at i guess right according to patchy that's why as if you trust patchy <laughs> and you do obviously mm-hmm. who wouldn't trust a pirate who talks to birds right so then it's Potty Dactyl, and Potty says that prehistoric times are lame, mm-hmm. and the future is where it at. Oh, so now I'm confused. Who do I believe? The pirate or the bird? <laughs> right. So even SpongeBob says that prehistoric times are cool, but then Potty completely denies this, and then they're in an argument, and then SpongeBob is like, I have a strange feeling that a pirate and a parrot, parrot are having a argument somewhere about me and the parrot is winning. Mm-hmm. Fancy. So, yeah. And this is all before the episode really started. This is all before. We've we've gone what would usually be a solid halfway through one <laughs> episode is the first minute in one. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so it's dawn, and millions of years ago, mm-hmm. life is taking its first steps out of the dark, I guess. Right. So, yeah. So we see prehistoric SpongeBob. It's called SpongeGar. SpongeGar. Is it Gar or Gar? Gar. SpongeGar. I think so. And then Dino things are his usual alarm, and then he gets hit with a rock. Yep. And he hasn't 
lost his disgusting laugh. His, you know? That's still a thing. But like high pitch than that. Yeah. So he's walking outside with his random language, prehistoric language thing. Yeah, that's, a lot of lines in this episode don't make sense purely because of that. You kind of know what they're saying, though, right? Yeah, you can get the gist, mm-hmm. of which what's I thought going was quite on. clever. That they they basically invent a different language, more or less, but they do it in such a way that you can still follow what the what's going what on. the language is. Yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. So Gary is super huge. Or at least compared to Spongebob, he's super huge. <laughs> right. So he's like the woolly mammoth type thing of the the, the prehistory. Yeah. Because so, he has a bit of a effort trying to get out of the pineapple. He has to squeeze through the door. Yeah, because he's like totally seven works. times bigger than that. Yeah. And is leaving his goo on Squidward's lawn. Mm-hmm. And then Squidward is Squidward super mad. Squidward uh, squog. Squog. And he's super <laughs> mad and then realizes that if he tries to get mad at Gary, he would be murdered right so he gets a stick and tries to you know assault them because why not sure so squidward tries to like hit spongebob with his stick and is arguing and then is slipping all over gary's slime Mm -hmm. and then runs into patrick who is called patar pat patar and uh patrick is now kind of like a gorilla yeah because why not sure so patar who is trying to eat the slime off of whatever squidward's name is squog squog he's trying to eat the slime off of squog Mm -hmm. so he yeah and then he puts salt on it and then it's good right so he he thinks it's disgusting and then he's like salt and, and Which makes things better. And hilariously, the salt is the thing that would probably kill Gary. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Merry Christmas. So, anyway, Patrick hugs the life out of Squidward mm-hmm. and then Pata. Do I have to say Pata? No, just, just, just you go get the that. idea. We, we know what they're called. So, yeah. Patrick and SpongeBob interact by injuring themselves horribly. And then Spongegar and Patar are reunited. Mm-hmm. And they're like, woo! And then Squidward calls them dumb and then slips on Gary Goo right into his home. Yep. Do, 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 do. So Spongebob puts water into a log and blows a very first bubble. Yep. Wow. See, that's the origin of the thing. Stories love to do this. They tell you the origin of the thing. This is the thing that you've that we've always known that SpongeBob likes to do. And this is blow, and this is how it all started. This is how it all started. It's like how we learned about the origin of Hercule Poirot's moustache when we went to see Death on the Nile the other week. Sure. Hmm. It was to cover up an injury from World War One. Yeah. That happened. The moustache had an origin story. Because <laughs> all good moustaches have an origin story. Sure. What's your what's your mustaches? I hate story? shaving. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, so blows a bubble, bubbles. and then Patrick and SpongeBob clap 
and then rain happens, and when they clap again, it stops, and then they just randomly start clapping, and then a thunderstorm happens, and they can't, like, shut it off or anything. Mm -hmm. So they go nuts, and then SpongeBob and Patrick are, like, create a fire. The lightning comes from the thunderstorm. And it hits the log. Yeah. Because, obviously, there's thunderstorms and fire underwater. Yeah. Uh, we, we, fire. we accept this as being a thing. It's fine. And then fire is created. And then, yeah. And they're afraid of fire because, obviously. So, Patrick and SpongeBob are to blame for fire and bubbles. Mm-hmm. On the same day. On the same day. In the same two minutes, they've created two things that drive humanity forward. Right. Fire... And bubbles. That happens, and then Squidward puts his hand into the fire, and then realizes that it's burning hot, and like, is it hurts? It and cooks them a little bit. Yeah. So then, <laughs> because then Patrick yeah. wants to eat them, which is beautiful. It doesn't work <laughs> half the time, and Squidward hits Patrick for it. Right. So then Patrick and SpongeBob decide to put their hands into it, and just kind of leave it there. And then they realize after it's scorching hot mm-hmm. that they are in pain. Yep. Because I don't know, they're just dumb. And all this is done without a single word of English dialogue, right? Yeah. So it's essentially like a silent movie or like Leaf Blower from way back in, at from the start way of back, season one. Which wasn't even supposed to be silent. They just lost the audio for right. it. So. So SpongeBob decides to. He accidentally puts a plant into the fire, and Squidward is angry at him, right? Mm Because, you know, it's dumb. Mm -hmm. You just wasted this plant. And then Squidward gets his stick and tries to eat the plant, and then is like, oh my gosh, it tastes tastes better when it's in fire. Mm -hmm. Wow! And then Squidward has some, and then they're going crazy because they're like, wow, and Squidward calls spongebob a genius or an albert einstein who doesn't happen for millions of years right so uh, we also before that spongebob takes his dear old time deciding on whether to eat this piece of food because he kind of he has this realization and Random people are going, oh, and then, yeah, he finally does it, which is fun and fascinating. Yeah, so they're going crazy and stuff, and they eat tons and tons of plants Mm -hmm. and Mr. Krabs, (laughs) and uh, they're just eating their hearts out at this point. Right. So then our prehistoric friends have just discovered fire. Wow! Back to Patchy the pirate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's rubbing sticks together and trying to make fire. And then Patchy's potty, same idea, potty lights it on fire with his, I don't even know. It's like his laser eyeballs right. from the future yep. because they're still having this argument. Mm-hmm. So Patchy brings his KV friend who he found in an iceberg and dethawed with his mom's hair below hair dryer hair dryer and then Mr. Potty was like ha 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 I have a robot and the robot attacks them yeah 
the patchy stuff always just seems to get in the way of the story. I don't understand like half of this episode, <laughs> to be honest. So they're going crazy over there. And then we go back to our prehistoric pals. Thank and they're you, continuing yes. to cook things and eat them. Squidward makes popcorn. Patrick eats Mr. Krabs. And Squidward is like eating sand or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. They're eating everything they can possibly eat. And then they eat so much. They're like, they've eaten tons of food and are big and chonky. Yep. And then immediately get skinny again five seconds later. Uh, and then Squidward and SpongeBob are getting into a fight on who gets to take the fire home with them. And then Patrick t- tries to take it. And then everyone's trying to steal the fire from each other. And then Squidward gets it, but then can't get his key. And then SpongeBob <laughs> falls out of a tree. Squidward trips Patrick. They'll chase the fire. And then it goes up a hill and then goes back. And they're running away from it. And then, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on, and then they're all pulling on it at the same time, and then it rains and the fire goes out. Right. Phew. And then SpongeBob and Patrick cry over the lost fire, and then lightning comes and strikes Squidward after he is, like, scolding them or whatever, and then back to Patchy. This is the end of our prehistoric SpongeBob, Squidward, and Patrick, mm-hmm. and now we're back to Patchy. Patchy is sad outside of the cave and just wanted to show people how nice the prehistoric age was. And then we have yeah, he's he's lost the argument. Yeah. So then Potty comes out and is like, "No hard feelings. I I've found something amazing for you." And then turns out the caveman and robot have become best friends <laughs> and created a band and are singing with each other. Yeah. Singing when worlds collide. Right. And then Patchy is at a loss for words. And then Potty gets him a dinosaur. And Patchy gets eaten. And that's the end. (laughs) That's the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah, you did a good job with that. That was a difficult one to describe. It was... Yeah. And also, there's bits about this that I liked. I liked to... I liked to have the... Prehistoric versions of themselves all had really bushy eyebrows. That's a, a good way to tell that you're, you're in the prehistory when... Because they have big eyebrows. Big old eyebrows. You have big eyebrows. I, well, I have... Uh, I definitely have eyebrows. I I have you're much... you very faint eyebrows. I have much fainter eyebrows mm-hmm. than you. Yeah. Which is probably for the best. If you had my eyebrows, I think that would be... <laughs> Kind of amusing. And in fact, if you maybe, had, if you had faint eyebrows, I, I don't know if I could recognize. I you. think I'd like to Photoshop my eyebrows on a, on a you just to see what that trade. looks like. Yeah, it felt like the start of it was moving in an interesting direction. With the, I liked the whole language thing. I thought that was done really well, and I liked the massive Gary. I thought that was hilarious, and them kind of having like slapstick comedy with each other and in prehistoric and, and hitting with art. A stick and stuff. I kind of got a bit bored with the whole eating stuff. See, and unfortunately, I, that kind of was the rest of the episode, pretty much. See, because it was kind of just a normal SpongeBob episode, but translated mm-hmm. into prehistory. Very much so. And I think that's probably what they were trying to do. Let's just do a regular SpongeBob episode, but make it prehistoric. Prehistoric. And they in discover the past fire. And, but they did. They were focused on fire from the like first 
three minutes of them existing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What kind of score would you give this one out of ten, Stelly? A six and a half or a seven-ish. I don't yeah, know. I think for me it's probably a five. <laughs> I don't... I just don't get See, cause it was Patchy annoys me Right So Patchy annoys me And that takes up Half of this episode And it's already A, a double episode So you cut The Patchy stuff out of it And you have, just have A regular 11 minute episode Of Spongebob That which, probably Which would have been, been better, better I think Yeah So six and a half And five Six and a half And five Yeah There we go Oh well Now what we need to talk about Is our Patreon We're not going to do it Bum, bum, bum. And we're going to stop it. Bum, bum, bum. We just don't have the time. We're lazy. And a little bit lazy. <laughs> but mostly it's a time thing. And there's also like five people on there. If it was like if we had a million people. That's not to say that we our, are. Not that we don't care about our beloved Patreon people. Right. But we're just going to, we're going to cancel it. And I was going to keep it going. And if people want to. Uh, keep their two bucks coming in for your college fund they can do it we just won't be doing any more bonus monthly content because it's just finding some time through the week finding some time to do this is sometimes really difficult because uh, your schedule and my schedule are sometimes sometimes a, bit, a little bit too busy to give us some half an hour to watch an episode and then talk about it ridiculously enough can prove to be a a little tricky sometimes. It's a so, hassle. So. So. We'll keep on doing this. We're going to stop doing the Patreon. I'm going to put a message on Patreon to that effect. But if you want to keep. Giving us money keep, for giving free. Giving us a couple bucks. And if you want to sign up to give us a couple bucks. For free. You can still do that by going to patreon.com slash Spongebob Squarecast. And you can email us at spongebobsquarecast at gmail.com. And you can get us on Twitter at SB Squarecast. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. You want to finish the song then? <clears throat> I reflect on my reflection and I ask myself the question what's the right direction to go? I don't know. Am I a man? <laughs> We'll be back next week with more SpongeBob Squarecast. If I'm a Muppet, Hopefully. then I'm a very manly Muppet. Bye bye. Am I a Muppet? <laughs>